I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. up you're listening almost accurate i'm jake i'm jake saying this yep that's the <laughs> funny funny that my anus talks exactly like ryan hmm. i'm sure this, spewing shit i'm sure yep you are you do talk a lot of shit that's what i do quite a bit mm-hmm. anyways this is a podcast about movies about tv shows about video games recorded live this week from the four seasons philadelphia yes oh, the- wait i've just been told Four Seasons Total Landscaping in Northeast Philadelphia. It's all Four Seasons. We, You may have known we offer services such as uh, mulch removal or mulch placement. We will uh, put leaf the mulch removal. wherever you want us. Yeah, we'll, put it, we'll mulch you however you want, whenever you want. Your leaves fall. You need somebody to come up and do it. You need to do a conference. Your leaves fall. And you can't get back. They can't get back up. We, we got you. Put life alert on them. Yeah, the president's lawyer wants to come and do a uh, do a press conference in front of the loading dock. Pulling we, a we Michael Scott you. moment. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we we got you. Anyways, thanks Four Seasons for hosting us. Uh, very <laughs> this wonderful live venue very where there are very nice here tens of people, tens yes. of people in our live audience tonight. Ryan, yep, that's uh, tens more than usual. Yes, exactly. Usually we do this in front of zero people. I do demand you a do- recount. Uh, <laughs> we have to recount the amount of people here. Yes. Because I think this two, was the largest three. crowd in podcasting history. <laughs> mm, <What do> we- <laughs> yeah. The people have shown up and they have decided to be here. Have you? Did you watch SNL last I, week? I did not watch the SNL oh sketch my from God. last week. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it all, but like Chappelle was hosting and like his little first monologue thing was hilarious. They even the uh, thing at the beginning, like, you know, how they do the cold opening. Yeah. And uh, Alec Baldwin's playing Trump. and He's like, I need to remind you guys who I am. I need to remind myself. So he walks over to a piano and he goes, he sings very slowly. Macho man. Macho, (laughs) macho man. I've got to be a macho man it was so funny and then jim carrey did his he did his thing and then Chappelle, he came in and did his monologue he was funny and it was it was a little edgy too um he's like oh i thought we were doing a comedy show which hilarious and then uh then they went to the first uh scene wherever they were white people were firing um aunt jemima and uncle ben and then they were like bringing up Count Chocula and <laughs> Chappelle was supposed to be the state farm guy, you know, uh, the guy with the really oh, deep no. voice. Uh, all the all state, all state yeah, guy. Yeah. 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 I know the guy, the guy that here. was hilarious. Like those are just like a plus the first threes, first three ones. I, I loved it. Uh, I, I kind of fell off of 
I, I only paid attention to SNL during the last election, which I oh, you gotta was, see this one. This yeah. one's really good. The I think the only one I watched from this one was the very first debate where Kerry, Jim Carrey was Joe Biden, and I I couldn't. I don't know. <laughs> it was a very very odd performance. He was he He's really, an odd person. He was really channeling um his <laughs> the character from uh, was it the series of unfortunate events? Oh, uh, let me snick it. Yeah, Count Olaf. Yes, he, that's really what it reminded me of. I was like, this is, this is a bit weird. <laughs> he was. It, it was good. What I seen. I have. I do not keep up with SNL either. But I was like, we got home late, and I was like, Mags, you want to watch SNL? It's supposed to have Chappelle on it. She's like, yeah. So we watched it, and I was like, OMG, OMG. I did quite like so all good. the all the memes about Oregon about people doing crack in Oregon now. It reminded me of that one sketch from Chappelle's show where he was um, the character from Fear Factor. Oh, Tyrone. Yeah, Tyrone. <laughs> I can't, it was like Oregon colon peanut butter and crack sandwich. <laughs> I love it. You know, I think that's on like Well, Netflix. Joe Rogan, I smoke rocks. <laughs> yeah, I think that's on Netflix now. So that's what I'm going to do after we finish Workaholics. And uh, what else are we watching? Uh, Bob's Burgers we just finished we're up oh. to date on our burgers Bob's Burgers is amazing I love it that show is actually one that I could definitely sit down I really don't like Family Guy I <laughs> I really don't in the beginning I was like yeah this is good but now it's just like oh here's a reference to a uh, thing <laughs> and I, they've really you know they do their thing and they do it well because that's why they just keep doing the same thing over and over for some reason, Hulu suggested the Hello, the Family Guy Halloween special to us, and the very first scene, Chris comes down in blackface, dressed as Cleveland, Ooh. and I was like, "Oh, this we're off to a great start <laughs> here, aren't we?" Um, I like American Dad's Christmas specials, wherever they fight Santa Claus. I do like that. I think American Dad is greater than family guy and that's going to come with some blowback i don't think so you don't think so i think there are so many diehard family guy fans are there still or yeah something that you laughed at in middle school and then you grew up (laughs) maybe a little bit of both yeah (laughs) um i think maybe in the earlier days maybe family guy was better but i always liked roger and uh steve better than brian and stewie yeah oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know. I'm on. I'm always on team team Roger. I'm on team. Uh, what is her name? <sighs> yeah, Louise. <laughs> team Louise. Um, Does that seem convincing? Whenever I said it, and yeah, I forgot the name, I was yeah, like, I was it seemed pretty damn convincing. I was all on board with that. Yeah, <laughs> believe me. Please just do it. Believe me. Anyways, like I everything's said. fictitious. The voting needs to stop. It's all fictitious. It's already it's already over. There, you can't. We're, recount. My favorite thing about this election was people that failed civics and economics telling me how the electoral system worked mm-hmm. through various social media posts well, and then sharing census data that was ten years old. Yeah, and when you all you have to do is check the article and be like, "Oh, this is written in October, two weeks before the election." Yeah, and using census data that's ten week, they're ten years old. Yeah, man, welcome to America. Welcome to the South. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna burn down to Applebee's tonight, brother. Oh yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's been a been a rough week, guys. <laughs> but we're 
I guess we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. So um, if you're listening outside the U.S., you're probably aware of the news. We have a new or uh, we'll have a new president in about two more months. So that's ex- maybe exciting news. Um, personally, it's been a bit of a bit of a rough one for me because I had a death in the family. So, um, you know, we're all fine. But like I said, it's been a rough, rough couple of weeks with the election and, and that news and all. But we soldier on because there's no one better suited to give you the news and takes on uh video games and uh movies and tv and well, all that other bullshit we talk about so yeah i had a rough week too my boss is an ass clown but i'll leave it at that yeah no you're we, as well documented your boss not ass great, clown not great management skills we'll no. we'll put we'll be politically correct there yeah just in say. case i try to get a job they're like hey let's listen to this episode let's listen to this episode yeah episode you probably don't want to listen to this random one that we've uh, that only we've three out. more left jake that's right only three more left before we replace you with brian roger my brother who's <laughs> roger the alien dressed up as right <laughs> um spider-man it comes out tonight but really tomorrow it comes out three hours from now. You'll be able to play it. <laughs> no, well, I'm getting it from Amazon. I will. Uh, well, fuck you. Anyways, um, I'll let you know how it is because you can't play it. So I'm both of us are really excited for this. For me, this is probably the most anticipated game of the year for me. It says about on, 15 to 18 hours. That's just as long as the last one was was it yeah. well i wonder if that counts like just the main story or other stuff because yeah. this always felt like if it does wind up being that long i'd feel i'd be really relieved because it sort of felt like something that started as dlc but then Sony's like let's just save this so you have a new game to play on the ps5 the day give me it comes spider out. punk man i hope they give me spider punk in this <sighs> that'd be sick or if they were like recolor it yeah i get if you have to redo it yeah i'm cool with that but like give me spider punk and that was one of those sick special moves too where he had the guitar v and then slammed it on the ground and yeah i fucking love that and that would be kind of fitting towards miles because he does like a little punch on the ground and like it sends shockwaves everywhere plus he's really into music too so he's all that was one of the cool things about spider verse was the soundtrack and how they integrated that in with the the animation style so yeah give me that i think that'd be fucking sick and spider-man noir what was your least favorite spider-man one i think it's where he was in his underwear that was my least favorite um (laughs) that was my most favorite one yeah i i just did a lot of zoom ups that was the one where i had to put the i was was, controller down and put the hands on the joystick (laughs) (laughs) yep i did my rumble pack had a grip on my own joystick for a little hell yeah man i know what you're saying your penis Uh, i think my least favorite one was the 2099 one that oh, okay. The one where it was like he's was like it was kind of like a cross between the futuristic like suit and the when he had the Venom suit, the mm-hmm. animated series. I don't know. It just looked bulky and weird, and I think it had these weird like spiky things coming out of it. And I was like, I'm not sure how that's futuristic. I don't know. His body proportions were just off. He didn't look like didn't look the same. But yeah, Spider Punk was definitely my favorite. Um, the, I liked the neon one where it was black and had the like neon. Uh, teal stripes on it oh yeah 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 i like the one with the white spider i think it's the one you start out with default one yeah i thought that was pretty cool that was my favorite too and the uh the toby mcguire one's kind of cool too but i don't i think they patched it in like three months after the game came out so i'm like 
Not a lot of put it on for a little bit and swung around and didn't play that game too much after that. But I'm very much looking forward I'm to it. I'm be running on walls, man. Because <laughs> you know they're like, hey, you gotta run this many kilometers or miles walls. You just gotta find where the Avengers places, which by the way, yeah. there was a reference to the Avengers game in Spider-Man. They've taken it out. Nice. Because they've lost so much money yep. on that game. Yep. We'll roll straight into that one. We'll hop over a few things. But yeah, they lost Square Enix, which did the Avengers game. Lost $48 million, it's estimated. Was it really that bad? I never played it. It was, it's, it's not, it wasn't at all like the, the Spider-Man game. It was just very much kind of like a, um, a thing that was centered around like online play, lots of loot, like loot boxes and stuff. They really Mm. wanted you to kind of, and I heard that this single player campaign was extremely short. It was like five to six hours like almost like not worth playing just very, very poorly written. It just seemed very much like a very much like a cash grab. And it's something that visually, I mean the like cutscenes and stuff looked pretty good, but apparently it just, it didn't, didn't play very well. It Writing sucked balls. <laughs> not very good value for money. Really seemed to be one of those games that staying there with its handout, trying to just get you to spend as much money as possible on it with in-game purchases. And that yeah. sounds like shit. <laughs> yeah. And Bobo was fucked. And even in the beginning, like people were like, this just looks like the actors who would portray them in stunts, you know? <laughs> well, it kind of did because you looked at like Thor and it looked like someone tried to draw Chris Hemsworth from memory. And <laughs> that <laughs> that's what like all the character models looked like. So people were shit talking that game a long time before it came out. And it looks like, the finished product wasn't able to shake that that perception people had had on it. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that Sony was like, oh, let's, let's patch this out. Let's. <laughs> yeah, oh, I I just hope I don't know. I, I just they could have done a lot better. They could have done a lot better. Um, By the way, I have been thinking about something and I just need to know your opinion on it. What you've been thinking about Star Wars that? Battlefront. Yay or nay? Uh, the Battlefront 2. Or one. Um, I played the original one. On the I played the PS2. original one. Yeah, I me too. That was, I thought that was really, really fun. Is Did they remake it? Um, the, so the one that came out in 2015 was, uh, it was not a remake. It's it's very limited. Battlefront 2 I bought on sale because it was literally like $7. I was like, I'll take a punt on this. Uh, I didn't f- enjoy the single player campaign very much, but it, it has a... Uh, it has a canonical Star Wars story, but it really hops between a lot of different characters. Um, and I it didn't really stick with me too much, but it's just a style of game I don't really prefer too much. So you're saying Bobo is hell. I'm saying if you can get it for like seven bucks, go for it, but don't expect too much. <laughs> That's what I told my wife. I was like, it's seven dollars to eat. That's all I got. Uh, I'd say don't expect much in terms of value for money. Fallen Order was more fun. Uh, it was much more of a challenge and much more of the style of game that kind of fits what I'm looking. That's for. the kid from Shameless, isn't it? Yeah, that that guy. I had fun with it, but again, that was a game that wasn't super memorable. So. Uh, that's probably more fun. That's what the one I'd recommend. But again, get it on, buy it on sale. <laughs> looks like I'll be playing Spyro after <laughs> I finish that on my vacation. Um, so Lashana Lynch or Lashana uh, confirms she'll play 007 in No Time to Die. To which people all over the world are like, "Oh my God, she's a woman and she's black." I don't even know if she's English, and everybody's like, "Oh my God." Oh! like yeah. okay get over yourself 
Uh, it's going to be the same fucking movie. Like it's been the whole time. Yeah. Maybe she'll get, maybe she'll get to have sex with some scantily clad men. How about that? Yeah. Or maybe a chick, like two chicks at the same time. Oh yeah, brother. What would you do with a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So that's not a, not a surprise that in 2020 people are harassing this. Internet, internet trolls that these are harassing Karens this, and Kevins of the world. <laughs> So, yeah, that's sick. Why not? I mean, like we had this conversation already, uh, literally almost all but one of U.S. presidents have been white men. So, yeah, why not? Why not have do something different with 007 for a while? It's not like you can't have a white guy be 007 in the future. After is especially as tired as Daniel Craig is of playing James Bond. You think Give it so? to someone who wants to do it. <laughs> he was like, I'll never do it. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I'll I'm back in it. I'm he back said, in I'd it. rather slit my wrists with broken glass than be James Bond one more time. Yeah, he still lives and breathes. What has he done? He's he was done James it. Bond one more time. <laughs> yeah, or they could maybe they could get in a cycle where they every single movie is a new Bond in an alternate universe. Or we've talked about this before. It'd be cool to see, like, just do throwback ones where it's like all of them are period pieces, like in the 60s or 70s. Do that. Do something different. James Bond is just getting kind of old and and tired anyways. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You just got to do something different for the love of God. Um, So Disney has uh, delayed uh, two more movies. Uh, Death on the the Nile, which is uh, the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express. Which I have not seen. I've seen it. It wasn't bad. Okay. (laughs) Um, Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. He plays like a dude who pretty much works and he's a video game guy. Yes. He's He's in a video game world. He's like an NPC and crazy shit's happening. Um, So apparently um wonder woman 84 is the only one that's left for a holiday release this mm-hmm. year should totally not happen she was probably not gonna happen uh, opens christmas day uh this year uh, uh, mm-hmm. reportedly amc is letting people rent out the whole entire theater honestly that sounds for 99 dollars. <laughs> that sounds sick i would totally do that if i had like two more friends <laughs> I mean, we could do that. We could just pull some peewee shit. Let's just get like the nastiest movies we can get and just you go to one end. I'll go to the other end. Don't peek. Don't you peek. Yeah. Anyways, um, if you're too young to get that reference, Google it. Peewee Herman was beating off in a dirty movie. (laughs) Yep. That could be me and Jake. We could sit next to each other so we can make commentary. Just. You know, maybe put a sheet in between commentary. Um, Crash Bandicoot Gears comes to Tony Hawk Pro Skater and one and two, which was re-released and it's all free. So you have skate decks and shit like that. That's kind of cool. Um, The people who remastered this also remastered the Crash Bandicoot game. So that's why it's like they did a really good job on it. Mm -hmm. Do you Mm -hmm. get to be Tony Hawk, but you're wearing um, capris and a big belt i can no hope <laughs> i can only hope or maybe you could just wear the head of crash yeah <laughs> that'd be pretty cool or your actual you're actually just the guy in the in the um like the crash bandicoot suit that they would yeah. put on all the commercials and stuff wonder whatever happened to that guy oh uh, he's probably in jail <laughs> hey kids want some candy apparently they sent a crash a, a really weird looking version of crash bandicoot to australia and they like photographed he did like a photo shoot in sydney where he was like getting arrested or some shit it's a Why? really weird photo of this weird looking crash bandicoot guy 
just getting like handcuffed in front of the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> was it staged? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I was it like, was- why would they do that to him? <laughs> like, you know how they up. are down in Australia. They're they arrest, ruffians. They arrest all the bandicoots. They're ruffians. Anyways, speaking of guys that are lucky to not get arrested, Johnny Depp is <laughs> leaving the role of Grindelwald for Fantastic Beasts 3. What a shit movie the last one was. Um, uh, so not a, And he still got paid either way. Yeah, so all of you Depp heads out there, don't worry. He got his buddy. <laughs> That's what I'm caring about. And I'm a Depp head, man. And apparently he needs it. <laughs> Yeah, I hear that he spends a lot of his money on like stuff. He he loses money. He's like if a twelve year old was suddenly a millionaire, where he just has no financial skills. Yeah, but these these ladies enjoy his his elder body. They're like, yeah, come on, rest your bones over here, Grandpa. Anyways, in my lady flaps. So the main reason that he is now departing this role is he was um, found guilty for beating Amber Heard, <laughs> but. I'm sure it took two to tango. Well, he also lost a libel uh, lawsuit against a British tabloid that characterized him as being abusive. However, according to comicbook.com, it's likely that this is related to the ongoing controversy, Mm. which is how they would say it, surrounding back and forth abuse allegations between Johnny Depp and obviously Amber Heard. Uh, Depp did not specifically link the two in this letter, but he did bring the trial up, pledging to appeal the ruling. Anyways, said on Instagram, uh, in light of recent events, I'd like to make the following short statement. Firstly, I'd like to thank everybody who has gifted me with their support and loyalty. I have been humbled and moved by your many messages of love and concern, particularly over the last few days. Da, 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 da. I'm not going to be Grindelwald anymore. The surreal judgment of the court in the UK will not change my fight to, to tell the truth and confirm that I plan to appeal. Well, I heard they were going to try to bring in Colin Farrell to do it because yeah. in the first one, that was him it, for most of the movie. He played Grindelwald for most of the movie. And then at the end, it's like, oh, my God, is that Johnny Depp? And then the second one, it was Johnny Depp. But then he turned into some fucking fire dragon or some shit. Remember how terrible that was? I have tried my best. That to was a terrible fucking movie. That from I was I went to a really late showing of that. It was like an eleven o'clock movie, and it was should have paid you, baby, over two hours long. And I just remember driving home at like one forty-five, really angry that I wasted that much time, and then I stayed out that late watching that shit movie. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a fucking awful one. That oh, was. it was terrible, dreadful. One uh, of the worst movies I've paid to go see. Oh, by the way, <laughs> Bloodshot may be getting a sequel. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I would watch Bloodshot a million times over. If it's I didn't at have the to. theaters right now. You it can was, go see it, my man. I don't have to go see it again, but I'm you just could. saying it was a better movie than that second Fantastic Beast was. No, before. That was the greatest movie ever. At least that one was funny. it wasn't intentionally funny but that was how do you know how do you know they might have been like we're gonna play it off real serious here people are gonna laugh their ass tim mcgraw with a robot arm falling down an elevator shaft tim mcgraw's in that movie no just a guy that looks like tim mcgraw oh if he let himself go Anyways, fair enough. Uh, Sega is selling arcade business. Sega Sammy, the company that owns Sega, announced that it will sell the majority of its shares in the Sega Entertainment Division to Japanese amusement rental business Jinda Incorporated after business in its arcades declined remarkably. COVID-19 and, and just <laughs> in general, because, I mean, you have to play these games over and over and no one cleans them off. Right. Yeah. Nobody has quarters. 
and it re- <laughs> uh yeah cuz there's no coins um and resulted in a significant loss and i would like to also fill people in that there is not a coin shortage in the world there's just less people working for the federal reserve right they've now they've locked david urshon in yeah david urshon where did i know that name it's from the other guys oh yes the federal reserve oh god (laughs) i forgot anyways um peak reference there (laughs) we have two new spider-man costumes um we have some kind of white and red spider-man he looks okay the arachnid rider and then we have this one that kind of looks like uh there used to be the show with matthew lawrence wherever he turned into like a robot. It was like, it's like uh, the advanced Spider-Man one. Yeah. Hang on. I got to figure out what the name of this show was. Um, but he is one of the Lawrence kids because Joey Lawrence was pretty big because he was in Blossom and shit. And then there was like Andrew Lawrence. Um, you keep talking. So just to <laughs> clarify, this is for the um, Spider-Man remastered one. So if you're buying that, it um includes miles morales but that's only on the the remaster version is only for the ps5 so i think that these suits are going to be exclusive to that oh i can live with that then also um what do you think of the new model for peter parker where they redid his face yeah wasn't that weird right yeah it's so weird it's like getting a different actor to play grindelwald completely (laughs) too soon (laughs) that is exactly what it's like Anyways, that really bothered me when they redesigned his. But yeah, I just wanted to point that out. It's just uh, just going to be the uh, the PS5 remastered version. Uh, I All couldn't right. find it. I tried so hard. <laughs> let's, let's. Oh no, Samurai, uh, Superhuman Samurai Saber Squad. That's what it was called. Wow, that is quite, that is a fantastic name. <laughs> yeah, it was a ripoff of Power Rangers during that time. Oh, okay. We only had one season that came out in 94, but I remember as a child, I enjoyed it. That's what that looks like to me. Well, speaking of a different TV show that also contains superheroes, always uh, season three is uh, going to apparently begin filming again next year. Surprise. So, so the showrunner Eric Kripke confirmed that. So looks like they're getting around the, well, I guess most, most things are kind of up and filming again. And they figured out how to do stuff in the age of, in the age of COVID, which we're all living through right now. Yep. Uh, speaking of stuff that probably should have died a, a while ago, uh, Fat Man uh, is going to be a uh, looks like a movie where Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus, but he has a gun. Um, the link on our I'm in uh, the IGN link on our page when I clicked on it uh, gave me an error 404 not found. <laughs> so if you want to learn any more about really? Fat Man, you'll have to. Mine Google came it. straight up. No, mine's broken. You must have some kind of update on your phone. Yeah, where they break all of IGN's links. They do. They break them. They break, break them, them quickly. Anyways, anything else you want to say about Fat Man? Nope. Hogwarts Mel, Mel legacy. Gibson, he's, he says some stuff about Jews that shouldn't be repeated, and then he dresses up as Santa Claus and he has a gun. I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> I love the Jews. So let me just start off by that. But I do too. There Mel is Gibson, some action movies. Different story. That, there's some action movies. People who start action movies that is still... Really give me a boner. Not in like a sexual way, but I just love the action. Mel Gibson. Uh, Jason Statham being my top dog. Um, who I, else? I really... What is that? Michael Ch- White? or Ch- What is that guy's name? Guy played Spawn. Anything he's in. Uh, Ju- what about Jaleel White? Yeah, that guy. Not Michael. <laughs> Michael White. Um, and who else? Um, Tom Cruise. 
not Nicolas Cage. Your oh yeah, Nicolas dude. Cage. That is a, yeah. But that's kind of like tongue in cheek when I say that, because the movies are definitely terrible, but like, I do watch them. I just can't stop. Tongue between them butt cheeks. Oh, Hey, whatever you got to do to pay the bills player. Um, Hogwarts legacy will have a morality system. So basically it's going to be like fable. You just go around and fuck shit up and go straight to hell or red dead. When you shoot too many civilians and then the cops are on you. <laughs> they will never catch me. That's interesting. I wonder how they're going to incorporate that in. I don't think this is, I don't think I'm going out of limb when I say this game is probably not for either one of us. No, this is going to be the greatest game ever made. It's going to win awards. You are going to be sorry for what you just said here. Maybe it's made by EA, right? And they oh, so it's Warner Brothers. <laughs> definitely going to be great. And Warner Brothers. No, it's not EA, which is also does nothing but great video games. Warner Brothers. Yes. So, yeah, get excited, peeps. Um, some sad news, but a late news. Alex Trebek has passed away. When I've seen the news on uh, NFL Sunday morning countdown or whatever, I was like, what? Had no idea. I did see a meme that said Joe Biden's been president one day and Alex Trebek's already dead. This is unbelievable. Well, you know, also, I like to blame it on Sean Cottery. Yeah. <laughs> That's another another great SNL reference. Look up Celebrity Jeopardy. Will Ferrell. Um, Jurassic World Domination wraps unprecedented 18-month pandemic-era production. Only took but him a little while. It's only been nine months. Well... <laughs> they have known about it for a, while, a lot longer. They yeah. were filming in China. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, said that they started prior to the world pandemic. I would say probably 11 months prior. Um, they anyways, didn't fucked up. Y'all this is Colin, Colin Trevorrow is, do, is uh, directing this. He did the first Jurassic World, was going to do Star Wars 9, but he got fired because he had too many good ideas. And is that yeah. what it says? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ad libbing here a little bit. Clearly. But uh, yeah, um, I watched the first one. I have not watched any of those other Jurassic World movies because all of those are about the same. Yes. But so is Star Wars. You watch like Star said, Wars and it's the same fucking movie. Like I said there's too many dinosaurs in both of those movies. It's about so, dinosaurs. What I've always said too what? many, too many dinosaurs, man. Um, Tenet is coming to uh to home uh DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, <laughs> shit, digital. Run up to that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna let it stand. Um, which is crazy to me, but it's just because I guess theaters have been closed for so long. Just it's been out since August in some parts of the world. Yeah, and I guess it's just not doing so hot. Yeah, no, nah, because people are not going to movies. Get out of town. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if there's, I can't think of a reason, single reason why people are not showing up en masse to watch. I have an idea. All right. Well, let's, let's not get political here. It must be <laughs> the president. Um, James Gunn, he is doing a movie with John Cena where John Cena plays uh, the peacemaker. Uh, apparently, this is a character from uh, Suicide Squad. So obviously... James Gunn has decided that he can kill anybody in the Suicide Squad movie that's coming out. He's got free range to do that, but he will not be killing John Cena unless this is a prequel in which, yes, he will be killing John Cena. But we're still waiting. Um, WandaVision, it finally wrapped up. Apparently, the first episode's filmed in front of a live studio audience. I'm not really sure what to make of what this show's going to be. Uh, me either. 
Uh, it looks like a lot of probably some alternate realities, maybe some dimension hopping and time hopping going on there. Yeah, but will it uh, make sense? Division sometimes. Well, I, <laughs> uh, probably enough for us to understand. What was the thing that we did last week? Uh, wherever you're like dead, but then you go back into a memory. Yeah. What was that? Uh, absolutely splendid. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, haunting haunting of Bly Manor. Manor. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I'm gathering here. The, they're going into a memory. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I'm excited for anything new uh, Marvel related. Yeah. Well, anything Just the new. the fact that anything new at this full stop. Anything new. Uh, Ken Spears, the co-creative Scooby-Doo. Uh, Dead. Passed away at age 82. So... Sadness. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Like you said, Bloodshot, a sequel. Vin <laughs> Diesel is works. returning. Get yourself uh, Vin- ready, player. Yep, that Vin sequel is already underway. Oh, here, and so. he's about to diesel at home, player. <laughs> oh, God. Why? <laughs> because he's sure. the greatest actor of Surely all time. Surely it didn't make enough money to... What would you do if he went into, like, like, into, like the acting hall of fame? I mean, he could give his acceptance speech and be like, I'm very, 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 well, can't I wouldn't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> can't wait for Wiggins to come back. And he's like, I'm eating Chinese food and I'm, I'm hacking the nanites. You're overclocking the nanites. Anyways, I don't even get that reference. Tim, yeah. <laughs> Tim McGraw. Go back and listen to episode 60 something. Anyways, that was like 30 ago. No one remembers. <laughs> um, a Quiet Place spinoff in the works. Well, great, because we haven't seen the sequel. <laughs> so, you know, good job. I don't really care. This, this movie, <laughs> like, I don't really care Just about that movie. Genuine ambivalence to the stuff that we posted. Quiet place. But I don't care about this. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jordan Peele's next horror film to be released in 2022. I like his movies. Umbrella Academy three season three has been renewed or it's been renewed, renewed for another third season. Surprise. Really um, good stuff. Mads Milkinson. Mickelson. <laughs> Mickelson. Mads Mink Coat. <laughs> Well, his Milk mom it. named him a stupid name that I cannot pronounce, so he's it's from, her fault. He's from Den- not mine. He's from Denmark. I don't care if he's from Deep Down Dick. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, he could potentially be Grindelwald. Um, we talked about that. Uh, Dwayne, Colin Farrell, which Dwayne? people are upset about. Yeah, which makes more sense. Pretty upset about. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson will produce, but not star in the Scorpion King reboot. What the fuck? Don't do it, man. He's trying to bring back the XFL. He keeps trying to bring back bullshit. You know what? Ain't nobody want to hear about that bullshit. <laughs> That's just where I stand. You feel pretty strongly about this. I'm feeling really strongly well, about listen, it, Jake. As long I'm fine if he doesn't want to be in it, but as long as they get to use his com- his half rendered PS1 computer oh, model God. face from that first movie, that I'm all on board for it. I think I'd rather have diarrhea <laughs> than what than look at his weird blocky picture. Well, just to go face. anywhere near this movie. <laughs> just give me diarrhea instead. Oh. Anyhow, that's that's the news for the week, guys. I told you we had a lot. Yeah, that was a fair fair bit. All right. Anyways, we've got two different season two TV shows to talk about. So 
let's talk about uh let's do our first impressions on the the first couple of episodes of the Man- second season of the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Ryan, we've both watched both episodes of season two as of about an hour ago. Yes, I finished watching the second one here at your house, and I watched the first one right before I came here today. Nice. Nothing like that commitment to the weekly reading material. that I thought to myself, I said, what are we reviewing this week? And I said, the boys, of course. And I was like, are we doing Mandalorian? So I just took a shot in the dark. (laughs) And goddamn, if I wasn't right, yeah, you sure nailed it. <laughs> at least, at least we know that there's no other way of communicating and asking these questions. I think Just, I asked you this question before, and then I was like, "Am I gonna ask him the question again?" And I'm not gonna like scroll through my text like Dumb. Even a little bit. <laughs> I mean, we we've talked quite a bit since then, so who knows <laughs> what may have happened? <laughs> and what platform did we discuss it on? Was it text? Was it? Was it Facebook Messenger? Was it Instagram? Did we just verbally talk about it? Was, did we Dude, write each other little love notes and it was in there? Did, did you, did did you send me a pigeon with I a fog note up on your it? mirror and then write it on that until the next time that you showered and went and the mirror was fogged up? And yeah. It was backwards and it said Mandalorian season two. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't have the heart, time to heart, go back heart. and look at it. Kissy face. Because <laughs> I had to go back and look at <laughs> and the Mandalorian to know anyhow um, yes what did you think of the first two episodes of this compared to all of the entirety of last season well if Wrong i'm being completely only. honest it's been a year since i watched the first one and do you remember liking it i uh, yes i did details. enjoy the shit out of it um what i will say that it's it will probably take me a little bit of time to get into it this go around because we just come off the boys and the boys to me is a little more action and this is a little more desolate. Um, so I just have to kind of get back in that mindset, but I do enjoy it. I think the first, um, the first episode had very big, like spaghetti Western kind of things, but like futuristic, which I freaking love. And I really love the, uh, villain. They called it a dragon, but it was really like worm. Um, and it spewed like acid, which was very cool. I really like the acid idea. Um, the second episode, um, uh, it was, I, I think baby Yoda was more of a standout in that, um, much more forward facing. Yeah. And I think that maybe that was the most intriguing thing for me. Like I didn't care about the lizard lady and her babies, <laughs> but baby Yoda was eating all their babies and it was like, Oh, cool. But there's always like action in it. Right. So you're always yeah. seeing like something going on. Um, and I did like the, in the in the first one uh there's like these creatures with red eyes that are just like hiding from the light and then like they just come out and like devour some some asshole it was great what do you think um i i've enjoyed the first two episodes of this so far i will say as a general observation um people in the star wars universe particularly the the mandalorian uh in particular Particularly in particular. Anyways, anywhere really hate animals. It seems like I really love about, animals. I got really thir- sad. I know. I was thinking about that when you're watching. I was like, this is like the third episode where they've had a giant animal that they have to murder and get away from or whatever. Well, they it killed was, that yak in the beginning. When yeah, he- the very first it was like episode two when he had to get that egg from the for the Jawas or whatever. He had to go kill that one animal and baby had levitated him and then. Yeah, the first two episodes of this season, there's been a giant thing that they've had to kill to get away from. So it really seems like 
fuck bitches get money yeah. is pretty much what they've said. If it doesn't have two legs, you can just blaster the shit out of it in this universe and nobody really seems to care. <laughs> it was kind of funny whenever that uh, big worm thing ate that um, desert sand person. Yeah, the- <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I do think that the, the first episode was particularly one of the best ones. I liked that um, these characters, um, timothy oliphant's character no 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 him. danny cordray all right fine the office reference <laughs> uh i liked that he was uh he it was called called himself the marshal which was obviously it seems very very westerny this literally is like a tiny little mining town like you see him when he rolls up pulls in yeah it's like slow literally like you could see the tumbleweeds like you could <laughs> rolling in behind him um, I like that he's wearing Boba Fett's armor and it clearly doesn't fit him very well at all. He looks like a kid playing dress up. It was kind of, so that was kind I'm of a big funny. boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There, and, um, he's, it seems like this season so far is beginning with him. The overall story arc seems to be, he's looking for other Mandalorians for the reason that they can help him find um, the child's baby way home. Yeah, the ch- sorry, the child. The home. child. We'll call him Jerome because that's going to be his real name. Right. Jerome Yoda. <laughs> Jerome Yoda. <laughs> uh, he's trying to so he's trying to get him home, but it seems like this is so far. It seems like a lot of fetch quests in this where he's got to go here, help these people. And then they're it feels like, like a video game. It kind of is. <laughs> so that overall arc i kind of hope they go in a little bit more of an interesting direction it seems like we're going to be getting carl weathers and i do not remember the actress's <laughs> name cara dune we're going to be getting more of those two i just think of carl weathers yeah from rusted development that's uh, what i always think about yep, when i see so him acting now trip be trying to sell mando some acting classes here <laughs> <laughs> didn't they go to he took him to a restaurant to go eat he paid him in food yeah like a burger king <laughs> um yeah i that's what i always think of when i see carl weathers i wonder if he wishes he didn't do that investment development because every I time he shows him. up i can't unsee it i it's can't so unsee funny. it it's so hard um oh um, yeah sorry go ahead no that was uh we one of us was gonna have to make that joke so i'm glad we arrived at the happen. same time at the same place but <laughs> um yeah it's i kind of hope they there's a little bit more to this season because it seems a little slow starting, but the last season was kind of that way too, where it was very visually striking and I was, I really liked the tone of it, but there plot wise, there really wasn't much going on in the beginning of the first season either beside, aside from baby Yoda showing up, of course. Um, and this, it just seems like they're kind of bouncing from planet to planet, having him do errands and stuff. So I think that it will. Yeah, I I'm think, sure it will. I think, uh, cause they included Boba Fett, yeah at the end of the first one so he's kind of following them because i guess he wants his armor back to moira morrison who it was Django flip Django flip he was Django fit plus all of the clone troopers in the prequel movies so yeah so he'll be doing that and that's probably where things will get crazy i imagine that somehow baby yoda and him will get separated i think they will actually get baby yoda this time and he'll be like where is he be like oh no plus uh we've got uh, um what's his name gus fring is he's still about mm-hmm. he's bad news he's got he's the working at the chicken shop so he <laughs> he's he, he'll be back for sure that anyways the we all know that los pollos hermanos was a, a front anyways for and 
underground meth selling network. <laughs> well, it wasn't so much meth as a way to create superheroes. Um, right. Exactly. Because he also that does too. that with the babies anyways, in the NICUs. He's always with he's the glowing eyes. To no good. <laughs> that boy, he wild. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, once again, after coming off the boys and going into this, it's kind of hard to get Completely back different. into it because there's a lot of like quiet, like walking journeys, which I appreciate. It's just headspace wise. I just got to get myself accustomed to it. I need to curl up on the couch with a nice coffee and maybe a, a biscuit or something from Biscuitville. I need to curl up on the coffee with some blue meth and then yeah. I'll feel much more in, in the mood for this. Or some toast and grits. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just general impression wise, it seems like it's probably going to be about the same as, as last season in terms of quality. If it ain't broke, don't. don't I was a little play. concerned that they were going to go for broke with jamming in all sorts of side characters and try to, from, you know, some of the stories that we've read. We have Lizard Lady and Danny Gordray. I mean, like, where they're from, like, other comics and other Star Wars media, where they're like, oh, here's this character from this, and now there's going to be a spinoff because they showed up for two seconds in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Let's wonder what happens with your life. Yeah. <laughs> here's a spinoff TV, a limited run TV series. Did you see Darth Maul was going to be in, like, uh, George Lucas's, like, comic book or book trilogy or something like that? Oh, you didn't see that? No. I didn't put that in the news because I was like, who cares? Jake, Jake knows that already. Jake no, should know that, but Jake that. don't know it. Oh, shit, player. You falling off your game. I mean, they really learned the error of their ways when they killed him off in that first movie way too quickly. <laughs> yeah. Well, seeing how he is still mentioned yep. and people love his look and stuff. Now he won't fucking go away. <laughs> yeah. They got to stick that. They got to stick that asshole in everything. It seems like he uh, he pretty much uh, died in that one. But somehow I just feel like he's going to find himself at the bottom of that pit and just kind of staple himself back together. So in the Clone Wars, they explain that where <laughs> it was pretty funny. So he falls down. What he fell down was like a trash shoot, basically. And so apparently there's whole planets in the Star Wars universe that are junkyards. And so that he just fell onto like a track, like a what's the equivalent of a garbage truck, and they took him off to the one of those garbage planets, and he just hung out there, and he built himself some robot legs out of the garbage and stuff, and he said that his hatred for Obi Wan Kenobi is what kept him alive all those years. Little did he know <laughs> that Obi Wan was dead, eventually. Well, actually, oh, well, canonically, Obi Wan kills him again. Oh, but well, it's like years, years and years later. Well, then that's stupid because everything he lived for ended up just yep. fucking him again. Came full circle. That's dumb. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it was a big, yeah. He, lots of misadventures inside stuff only for him to wind up being killed by the same dude twice. Yep. Cool. And then I hear that uh, <laughs> he fucked his mom. Yeah. And he did that too. <laughs> you know, insult to injury. Um, also, uh, what I would like to say about the Mandalorian is that in the first episode, Danny Cordray, uh, the marshal, he wears the helmet. He takes it off and his hair is always very well kept. His, he's got a very nice set of hair. He does. It's kind of like Kylo Ren takes his helmet off. Like he's he definitely me of John Travolta should have helmet hair, but he doesn't. Did he remind you of John Travolta? Timothy Oliphant? Yeah, I just got some 
Travolta vibes. I got Pierce Brosnan vibes. Really? Yeah. Because that Olivia said, "Is that Pierce Brosnan?" I was like, "No." She's like, "Ah, oh, nah, that isn't." <laughs> what was that movie with uh, Tom Hanks and he had the poison got, ivy in his ass? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> I guess it was, we were just still thinking about Eurovision and like, is that fucking Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> like, yep, that yep, is him. That is. It's like, did they get him on two different things? No. No, no, it's not, not Pierce Brosnan as it, as it turns out. Anyways, I like Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. I, I think he'll come back Santa. and do another one. I think he I'm did sure enjoy he it. Be. He seemed I, like he enjoyed it. Yeah. I think, uh, I think definitely he's going to, he's going to be an important character that kind of comes back. And I think he'll probably wind up giving him the armor back or whatever, or maybe Boba Fett's going to be after him. I don't know. He's obviously dug his way out of the Starlack. He didn't get digested slowly for thousands of years or whatever they said in that last Oh movie. Yeah. <laughs> Or that um, non-canonical story that we've watched on Caravan of Garbage where he gets out of, he jetpacks out of the Sarlacc. Mm-hmm. Han Solo <laughs> yeah, puts that's him right. right back there. Hey, so that they, this isn't where you belong. Yeah, it was a, a now a non-canonical comic book after Return of the Jedi. Like What a four, wasted story. Where, it Literally, it was like they brought- I'm alive. No, we're back to where They brought back one of the most icon- visually iconic characters only to kill him in the exact same way. <laughs> I feel like they do that quite a bit, just as we were talking about Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is well, they and just, they couldn't kill Jar Jar Binks. I guess we never do see how he winds up dying. Yeah, yeah there was a whole fan theory that Jar Jar was actually Michael Jackson. Se- yes, the whole time, nearly was. I know that savage flex of George Lucas taking Michael Jackson <laughs> to a concert and be like, "Here's the guy." <laughs> that would have been imagine that's big uni- dick energy man imagine the universe where Michael Jackson played Jar Jar Binks people would hate him even more can you imagine that movie I'm oh, just trying to think what he would sound like cause you know it was like in Men in Black yeah he was like who's that blah 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 and I just couldn't imagine being Jar Jar Binks I couldn't imagine two hours of that mm. anyways there's a theory that he was secretly the big Sith Lord and that he had orchestrated all of that. It was ridiculous. But I did, one in one day where I was bored, I watched a 20-minute video where they went back and paused the Phantom Menace multiple times. And they were like, this is evidence that Jar Jar is actually a Sith mastermind. Did you find it to be credible? <laughs> no. Perfect. It was completely ridiculous. They were like, look at this scene where these people fall off a bridge, but Jar Jar catches himself and be like, yeah, he's got like a long tongue and stuff. He's got sticky fingers. He's like a frog that is really irritating. That like, that's not evidence for whatever crate. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I know if I stare at you a long just, time and just don't say anything, I just, that you'll be like, it'll I, unnerve you. I just realized, no, I just halfway through that. I realized I didn't care about this and I was ready to move it's on. It's kind of like a quiet place. <laughs> No one cares about the yeah, spinoff. I like that you just visibly in the middle of it. were like, I don't care about. This. I really don't. I, I saw the first one. I was like, oh, OK, yeah, I get it. And then the second one's been put on pause. And now everybody's like, well, we've got to get the spinoff. Like, nobody no, you gives don't. a fuck about the just spinoff. Just do one of them. It's just a bunch of white people being quiet. Yep. That's it. <laughs> That's what we did. We just literally acted it out for you by saying nothing there. So if you want to watch that was the movie, the first 50 minutes of a quiet place. Here's a quick preview.
you've made too much noise. Oh yeah. See, uh, they you broke character. They would have already been on <laughs> you me. Broke character. <laughs> so yeah, just quiet white people, you know, uh, anyways. Um, so uh, the next thing we're going to do. So guys, if you haven't watched all of the boys yet, season two, most people have, because people that came have. out a couple months ago. If you're interested though, uh, we're about to to spoil all of it, so don't I complain. I don't know how well I'm going to be able to spoil it. I it's been a while since I've seen it, but I this season was very good. Yeah, so just a quick overview of season two. Fucking um, gnarly. Yeah, they went. It, we've talked about the difference between going big or going deeper, mm-hmm. and I feel like this women just want it deeper. <laughs> Men want it deeper too. Nobody cares about how big it is. Sometimes that's all you got. Sometimes just roll with the punches. Um, Season two is great. And I think that it really did kind of straddle that line of between going big and going deeper. I think it went in in interesting directions that I didn't necessarily think that it would, it would go. I liked that Homelander, they gave him a, a new love interest this time. Who turned out to be a Nazi. very yeah a very meme uh, <laughs> a meme making uh, white supremacist. But she seemed cool when she first came there. Right, she seemed really cool. Um, she was all about, um, I guess, modern day fe- claiming to be like uh, modern day feminist or whatever. Um, if you were white, yeah, if you were white, <laughs> and uh, it turns out that she is, is a racist. Well, she was actually a Nazi experiment. So she was Dr. Vaught, who we find out they they reveal his backstory. He was one of those like germ ex German Nazi scientists that they brought over after the war. And turns out he gave his wife a bunch of uh, injections and stuff. So she's the first soup in this universe and is basically immortal. She has not aged since 1944 or something like that. So, yeah. And, um, they're it's released to homelander after they're together that who she is and stuff like that it's kind of comes out she's just like we can be together and we can run shit pretty yeah. much and so all of a sudden he's like hey i'm all i'm all about that i'm i'm all into that well let me ask you a question jake what's up we've spoke of this before oh god <laughs> now i'll be honest if you'll be honest okay so let's just get it out of the way. Racism, bad. Yes, I, I will take that okay. controversial stance okay. for some people. I'm going to go on the other side now. Just completely separate. Like, sex good, right? Sex oh, good. I see, I see where this is going. <laughs> Would you have sex with a racist? I th- if you didn't figure it out. If you didn't realize it till later. Till later. <laughs> That's like the in Like the, you're in I the bedroom. sex video. Yes, much, like, much been right. So <laughs> the reason I ask sees the clan outfit in the corner because I'm just I trying to think of what Homelander would have done. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think of what Homelander would do. Obviously, we're guys. We're pretty weak when it comes to the bone and, you know, so you look over and you're like mid thrust. And you see maybe her clan outfit over there Maybe or, her clan outfit. That and you, you do you finish to. or do you like, whoa. Whoa, man! The shock value alone of seeing something like I'm that. finishing. I would finish, and I would just get the hell out of there. Going to get mines and roll on out. <laughs> Don't call me; I'll call you. All right, all right. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think I could do that. You don't think so? Well, I mean, you're mid thrust, so you're gonna stop and just give up. Well, I'm just gonna beat off or something. Probably it's taken me thirty seconds. I'm not. It's only been thirty seconds, so I've probably looked in all four corners of the room at this point. Well, so. I mean, I tried hard to just even get to this point. It doesn't happen a lot, right? <laughs> so maybe uh, you've got a little performance anxiety, anyways, yeah. and then you see a clan outfit. Yeah, and, and you're you like, know, I'm in a bad place. <laughs> and you know, I I know that there's less competition because you know this person's only into a certain type of guy. So, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I'm just thinking about how I justify it to myself. Okay, so long story short, if I was mid-thrust, I'd continue. But I'd get out of there. I'd get out of there and never call her again. Yeah, season two is pretty exciting. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm just trying to think. That's probably what Homelander did. Yeah, but this is also a man that is so narcissistic that he literally almost sucks his own dick. Remember, I mean, remember that scene where he had the the guy that was oh yeah yeah he had uh, like a clone chameleon guy or whatever that was at first she he was uh impersonating can't remember her, is Madeline something or other still sit well Matt, still well yeah. is it sit well or still well sit, one of them. sit on her face well anyway, yeah sit on her face well anyways and then he was literally Homelander in a dress about to suck his own dick so that was but then he just something. snapped the neck. And so no dicks were sucked. Yeah. But remember in the season two, there was a, a guy who could regenerate limbs and he was charging people to cut off his arms and then even cut off his dick. He was offering that guy for a thousand dollars. He could do it. Yeah. He's like, where's an ATM? Anyways, it's very gross. Why would you want to cut off some dude's dick? I think overall, the story on this one is a little bit more meandering than the first season. It seemed. Oh, uh- it goes quite a different few yeah. places. Uh, was it uh, Kikamo? What's her name? Uh, Ki- uh, Ki- we'll call her K. K. We'll call her K. Kimiko. Kimiko. Yeah, Kimiko. Um, and in there, her brothers like finds out he's a soup, and they find him and whatever, and they take him hostage boys do and then like on that boat <laughs> yeah and eventually he runs away like a little scared cat or whatever and eventually he gets killed by um, old girl uh stormfront yeah, and she's she, like i like to see the light go out and she yeah, cuts she, him down right there she killed a whole bunch of people in that apartment block too oh yeah <laughs> and she was chasing them she was just throwing people out. Yeah, she did not. She did not give two fucks about that. Um, I liked uh, the exchange between her and her brother. I thought that it showed just how difficult like their lives had been up to that point. I like. Yeah, but he was such a dumb dumb. Yeah, he wasn't the smartest. He was just uh, he was a loose cannon and he wasn't willing to accept like outside help. If he had stuck with them, I think that would have maybe made that arc a little bit more interesting because I liked the the play His between powers. the two of them and I liked yeah he, he was very, shit. very powerful and they had a really unique system of sign language that they used to communicate. We don't know why she can't seem to talk. Um but yeah that was that that was a neat dynamic and I feel like they probably maybe killed him off a little bit too soon. Um just as gory as uh the first season there's lots of stuff that happens I feel like just they for shock through value. a well yeah. Would you like a fresca? <sighs> There's a cult. There's a cult. Um, um, 
A-Train's heart nearly gives out and then he almost joins a cult as well. Well, he does, but then nope. he's back in the... the Back big, in the seven. Yeah, the big seven. Um, Huey is really sad in this season. <laughs> yeah, but him and old girl end up working out. Yeah. Anyway, he should win. So she winds up. She's basically been on the fence with the seven for all of season one and is kind of hanging on at the start of this, this season two. And I, I liked, I liked him, her and Huey together. Um, I don't know. They just seem like a good couple. See, I hope it works out. Well, I'm not sure a lot of, cri- not a lot of critiquing there, but <laughs> Billy Joel is huge in this season. It's like everywhere you turn around, there's the Joel. Yep. I love the Joel, man. Um, my dad has like greatest hits record or album, and I used to listen to that all the time. Um, Sean Ashmore's in here, um, and he plays Lamplighter. Lamp- yeah, Lamplighter. Um, and there's a nice little backstory with Frenchie and him. They're very much connected. <laughs> um, he his whole his introduction that whole episode is really good where it's like an insane asylum for mm-hmm. like soups and there's a girl who gets out and she's like strong she's like blowing people's heads up and stuff like that uh, she almost can take on stormfront but stormfront gets her huey gets cut deeply and then uh um mother's milk had a guy wrap his dick around his neck yeah love sausage yep <laughs> um but um Let's see. What's the guy's name? Oh, so many names. Uh, so Starlight and uh, uh, Carl Urban's character. Uh, Billy Butcher. Billy Butcher. So in the Asylum episode, Huey gets flipped and he, right. he gets cut like metal shrapnel goes into like his, his side and it causes Starlight and Billy Butcher to kind of see eye to eye and find out that Finally, they both yeah. care <laughs> for um, old boy, um, we find out that Black Noir is not the clone of Homelander, which he is in the comics. Right. And he has a peanut allergy mm-hmm. or just a nut allergy. Is that an, was that an almond joy? <laughs> yeah. So did he survive? I don't know. Um, what else? Uh, there's a, a dog that uh, Billy Busher has. That's his dog. We find out that he loves something like a son. He has family. We're introduced to. Oh yeah, his his, his aunt and his mom and uh, dad. Yeah, who are and, cunts, as he would say. Yeah, and apparently he had a brother, and his brother is very similar to Huey. And even his wife, Billy Butcher's wife, was like, "Hey, Huey's good for you." Um, his wife dies in this episode or the season. And, uh, yeah, the last episode was pretty good too. It was like the girl, all the girls team up to beat up Stormfront. And they yes. really do a number on Stormfront, they don't they? Fucked her up. Can I say, before we get to how gruesome her death sequence was, well, she's not even dead. Uh, the, the setting on that was awesome. They filmed it in, uh, upstate New York in the, in the autumn. Mm hmm. Beautiful scenery. They were in North Carolina too. Yeah. It's really point. pretty. But anyways, yeah, back to the, uh, the show itself. Um, yeah, that last episode was brutal. It really came, brought everything together. It's a hard watch. Um, anyways, this is the point where I have to admit I was very, very drunk when I watched this lap at last episode. Were you? I don't remember. Yeah, I watched it election night. <laughs> oh God. And it was right before I went to bed. <laughs> um, well, Homelander is, taken ryan 
And he's actually done some things that are fatherly, which I like he really does care for the kid, it seems. Yes. So I did. I do remember this part where they're basically he was basically like, hey, Stormfront, this is my girlfriend. We're showing up here and we're going to take take Ryan into the city. And we find out that and this is not a huge surprise that he's been extremely sheltered. He's basically been told his entire life is like the Truman show up to this point. Yeah. And now he's out in the real world and he is not adjusting very well and very easily, is he? No, but we do find out he has heat vision. Yes. He does show that off and he has the ability to push. Um, he can knock Homelander down. Yep. So, um, yeah, there's how does Sarah, Billy Butcher's wife, mm-hmm. how did they kill her off? Um, so Ryan goes, he gets mad. He kills her accidentally. Yeah. That's right. And she lays there and she's like telling, uh, telling Billy to look after her son. And basically they ship the kid off somewhere. But supposedly from what I've read is that that kid's going to ultimately be the defense against Homelander. Yeah, I was hoping it would be something like that. But they're just going to put him off to the side. And I don't know if they're going to do any fast forwarding because the kid's only like 12 years old, 13 years old. Yeah, he needs some time to develop. I thought he was younger than that. He seems. I don't know. He he definitely seems like one of those sheltered kids. So it's hard to he tell. Is. He's yeah. only got his mom and she's like trying to keep him, you know, doesn't want to talk about how he's normal superpowers. So, Yeah. Fuck! It was a brutal end the way that they, but it was fitting. Stormfront, <laughs> and how they kept Homelander at bay, uh, because in the first season there's a plane crashing, someone took a video. Yeah. Apparently, old uh, what's uh, old boy's name? <sighs> Aquaman, the Deep, the Deep. I'm bad with names. He goes. Well, he is Aquaman, basically. Yeah, he Pat gets Oswald's voice in his his gills <laughs> um he goes and he um finds a videotape of gopro and that's pretty much what they're going to use against homelander um it also comes out during the season um how the heroes get their powers um and they pretty much just play like oh we didn't know yeah they this the, their corporate spin machine goes into full effect there which is not surprising at all given what we've the way that they measure metrics and poll you're you know you have this approval rating with this demographic and whatnot so it's not surprising at all that they're able to handle that um what there's was- also the congress lady who's definitely supposed to be aoc or <laughs> a take on her yeah well she's in uh so they have somebody trying to testify against uh the heroes right and then randomly in the room, all these heads start exploding like heroes, everybody on either side. Yeah. Come to find out by the end, she's the one who did it. Yep. She's the head exploding girl. Mm-hmm. So interested to see what direction they go with her. Cuba goes and works for her by the end of it. That's right. That's right. He works, wants to work for her campaign or whatever. Yeah. So I guess the big takeaway from the end of this season is that they, the boys are not going to be fugitives going forward it doesn't look like they're not gonna be yeah but i don't know how you do that and get the crew back together there's got to be some kind of loss or there's going to be something and there's got to be retaliation because it ends with homelander jerking off like 
over the city like he's standing on like some building or something the very top of it bought tower probably and just jerking off he's like i could do whatever i want i can do whatever i want uh which is kind of looks like batman you know how batman would always like yeah. stand um and look over the city um and also i've seen an interview or read about an interview that um for season three they're gonna let homelander off the leash and i'm just like what i wonder what that will look like well in this season he has like a flashback or a flash of what he wants to do to a crowd and like mow them all down with laser vision because they asked him questions he didn't like so yeah like man i wish i could just melt everybody here his uh big um crux is that he needs approval yeah it's a very um yeah, anyways, a very specific reference, and there's nobody like that in the U.S. government that also um, is like that. So it's it's a relief that there's no parallels you to don't the real think world. So? Yeah, no parallels to any one particular person in the U.S. government that that would fu- that functions in a very similar sort of way, needing the approval and adoration of multiple pe- of all sorts of people, and gets very upset the when people. you say anything anything that he doesn't like. Or agree with anyways good to see that once again the boys uh no parallels to the real world in the current state of uh current state of affairs and what a relief we don't live we live in a world that's not like this <laughs> for maybe two more months we will anyways there's no nazis maybe so for two more months just there will stand be back and stand by <laughs> mm. yeah <laughs> um so jesus christ man <laughs> would you say kind of rolling back to Mandalorian season one or season two, which is better. Yeah. Well, first two season- episodes. Oh, which the, the first, I think season one, just season because one. I think that it set up that world in a very unique way. And the end of that with the big reveal that there's a baby Yoda. I know I that was pretty wild. Wasn't it? it was kind of, it, it seemed more like it's obviously it's in the culture now, but at the time, the first time you watch it, you're like, oh, holy shit, this is something like different in a different direction they're going in. I'll give you that. So, yeah. Yeah. I in terms agree. of like surprises and stuff, I, I liked the the action sequence when he's fighting with a droid because we've seen like that type of droid on Star Wars sets before, but they never moved. Mm-hmm. So the way that he could like spin around and do a 360 and how good he was at shooting people was kind of cool. <laughs> and then he became a good guy at the end. Yeah. So it all kind of came full circle. So, uh, just in terms of, uh, you know, a two episode impressions, I think season one definitely made a bigger one, but I think that they may go in hopefully different directions from what we've seen from this two so far, because I enjoyed it. But again, it's the first two episodes have only been like side quests, basically. So I right. hope that we get more of a little more of an overarching story, which I'm sure we will get to, but it's just not there yet. <laughs> My favorite episode is still the one with Bill Burr. Yeah, I think so too. That was a that was a really good one. He's got three guns and he still can't hit anything. Yeah, well, he's, you know, he's a stormtrooper. This is a terrible shot. Um, all right, and then boys, season one or season two? I like season one better. I'm kind of on the fence. If I had to choose season two, probably. I think season one was an easier watch. It made me happier at the end. Yeah, and fuck Haley Joe Watson. <laughs> yeah he was a piece of shit wasn't he yeah i think that season one was more humorous i think it definitely had higher moments in terms of humor and enjoy enjoyability i farted 
Yes, it's it's been multiple times. It's, it has been multiple I'm times, very, but very you finally that, broke. I'm very happy that the the fan is on in this room. I hope it just spins saying. around and gets to you. <laughs> yes, enjoy the smells, Jacob. The smells are free, like Krispy Kreme <laughs> or uh, Jimmy Jams. Uh, yeah, no, season one is my favorite so far, but I'm glad that this show is still going. Um, that it just has a, a bit of a different tone in season two. And I, I'm enjoying it, but not quite to the, the same level. But it sounds like you are just, you're all, you're all about the boys. I love the boys. My favorite show. I love on Saturdays. So there, people were really beating them down for like, ooh, one week re- or one day release. You know, it was every God. Saturday. I hate having to do an entire season of one week. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't mind it because you can binge watch. But at the same time, I like to go with my dog and maybe my cats we come downstairs we get on the couch and got my coffee my little panthers mug and i can just watch <laughs> the boys in peace it's serenity that is serenity oh it's so great and i enjoyed every saturday i got to do that um that's kind of how i will move on to the mandalorian i'm sure but yeah, boys is my favorite tv show right now so yeah, we'll we'll stick with the Mandalorian. We'll probably um, once it's finished, we'll do a wrap recap on season two, uh, which will probably be in December sometime. So yeah, um, next week, Miles Morales. Oh yeah, I was like, what are we doing next week? There we go. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, I will be here for that, and I will be here for that also. So a week from today, I'll come here and podcast about it, and not have to work the next day. I can go home and play it. Hell yes, yeah, yeah player. <laughs> And I will try to get as much of it done as I can. I am getting out of town this weekend and man, I really need it. So <laughs> yeah, um, guys, thanks for, uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, I know, I don't know if this is quite as funny as some of our past episodes, but it was you know, informative. There are definitely, there's things going on in the world and in personal lives that are not always the happiest and most cheerful, but um, you know, if, chlamydia you know if if you're like us and you have up you have good days and bad days i hope that you know just listen to us be dickheads for an hour and a half every weekend can just bring a smile to your face every now and then i'm happy with that (laughs) i want to touch you in your ears and i want to touch your inner child other parts of you maybe let me touch the child that's inside (laughs) of you i want to see the baby (laughs) (laughs) give me the pipe (laughs) the dingo ate your baby Anyways, guys, um, share the show with a friend if you want. Leave us five stars. No, do it or we'll kill you. Yeah, no, that's a that's not a threat. That's, that's a promise. That is a promise. Yep. I know where you sleep at night. Anyways, and on that cheerful note, as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Nighty night, bitches. Until next time, folks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.